As we approach Yom Kippur, I want to share a very powerful thought. In the famous book, The Little Prince, there's a scene where the little prince asks someone, why are you drinking? And the fellow replies, to forget. The little prince asks, to forget what? He says, to forget that I'm so ashamed. The little prince asks, what are you so ashamed of? He says, I'm ashamed because I'm drinking. It's that vicious cycle that afflicts not only an alcoholic, but us in all of our lives on some level. Perhaps the most damaging emotion that a person can feel and that we all struggle with is that of shame. Brene Brown, in her very powerful book, Daring Greatly, makes the point that today everybody says that our generation so narcissistic. See, the problem with kids today is they're all narcissists. They're all into themselves. You know the problem with my boss? He's such a narcissist. The problem with my neighbor? He's such a narcissist. Everybody just cares about themselves. And she says, she writes, she says, it fills a person with a little bit of righteous indignation when a person says that. She says, even as I'm typing this in my book, I'm feeling that sense of indignation, that righteous zealousness. People are so selfish. And you know what our feeling is when people are selfish? We want to cut them down to size. We'll show then. You think the world revolves around you. We'll show you that no, the world doesn't revolve around you. But she says, if we take a step back and we rethink the whole situation, maybe it's not really narcissism. You see, we live in a culture in which the only thing that matters is if you have fame, is if you're a celebrity, if you're a person who's out there. The worst thing to be is just another face in the crowd. I have to get hits. I have to get likes. People have to know who I am, know my name. I have to matter because I'm just a quiet person in society. That's the worst thing, just to be an anonymous person. And we all struggle with that. We all struggle with that terrible inferiority, with that feeling of like, I don't amount to much. It's not really narcissism. In a lot of the cases, if not most of the cases, it comes from inadequacy comes from a feeling of trying to assert myself to trying to make, make myself feel like something, like someone. It comes from a place of shame. Rabbi Dr. Tursky Zerchon Levracha, whose true impact on the Torah world and society in general is not fully appreciated. A person who took on the most difficult things in the world, difficult taboo topics, took it out from under the rug and helped us to face our most difficult things. He makes a point that there is a vital difference between shame and guilt. When a person feels bad about something that he or she has done, there's a feeling of guilt. That's a feeling of, I can't believe I did that. I'm better than that. That's not the type of person that I am. Or as they say in Yiddish, it doesn't pass. It doesn't pass for me to have done that. It's hurtful feeling. It's painful but it's motivating because the person feels, I don't want to go back there. I don't want to do that again. I know I'm better than that. But when a person looks at it and says, I can't believe I did that. I'm such a worthless person. I'm such a low person. That's shame. Shame is never productive. In fact, we do more shameful acts to cover over the shame and it becomes that terrible, vicious cycle of I'm ashamed and so I drink to forget my shame that I'm drinking. And it's true about everything in life. Shame is paralyzing. And on some level, we all suffer from this deep 
embedded shame. And that's not what the avoda of tshuva is about. So many of us think, so many of us cringe during these days as we approach Rosh Hashanah Kippur, tshuva, vidoy, because it's all about, I'm so bad. I'm so bad, I've done this wrong and that wrong and just another year of failed resolutions, another year where I thought I was going to be better. That's not what tshuva is about. Tshuva is not about I am bad. Tshuva is the opposite. Tshuva is about how great I am, but I haven't yet lived up to it because I know I could get there. Rav Gedal Yishur says such a powerful vart. It says in the Pasuk, You shall rebuke your friend, which literally means and don't let him bear his sin. If you rebuke him, then you'll rectify his sin. But he said the literal meaning of is do not put the sin, do not carry the sin above him. See, there's two ways you can rebuke someone. You can rebuke someone by saying, you did that sin, the sin is here and you're here. You did that sin, you're so low. You're such a worthless person. You're shame. And then there's the way of saying it, the opposite. Don't put the sin above him, put him above the sin. You did this sin, you're so much better than that. How could you have lowered yourself? The person feels guilt, it hurts, but it's motivating. You think higher of me? You think better of me? And that's how we need to think of ourselves. Rav Bloch says so powerfully, also it says in Slichos, and we say in the Vido, in the Oshamnu, and we say afterwards, We have turned away from your good mitzvahs, Hashem. It wasn't worth it for us. He says the literal meaning, Rav Bloch says, It's not equal to us. It's just not, we're better. Veloshava, it doesn't equal us. We're on a higher level than that. Yes, the English translation may be that we're so ashamed. But the deeper meaning is that it's a guilt. It's not a shame of who I am. It's a shame because I know I could be better. And that's very uplifting. I was listening to a podcast recently with a therapist. And the therapists were telling this person what they need to do. And this woman had a pretty messy life. She didn't have a sense of self-esteem and she was getting into bad relationships. But it was fascinating to me that I was listening that as they were telling her what she needed to do, and it was a lot that she needed to do, but you saw that her mood was elevated. She was getting, like, not giddy, but like more excited as they were telling her and she was repeating back what she needs to do. Because I have a direction. Yes, I'm down here. I'm so, I'm so far away from what I want. But now I know the direction that I need to follow. And so she felt better about it. She felt excited about it. That's the avoda of Yom Kippur. It's not a feeling of beating ourselves down. Yes, the words are very stark when it talks about, I have felt through my entire body and I have everything sinful. That's because we need to get past those delusions, that we, the, the denial that we face. So the tefillahs are very strongly worded. But it's not to say that I'm a piece of shame. It's to say that I'm better than that, that I'm more elevated than that, that I can grow from beyond that. Recently at Priest Slichos Tish, Rabbi Y.Y. Jacobson, related the following. We open up Slichos by saying that to you Hashem is righteousness and to us is shamefacedness, which again sounds very deflating. But he said, if you look in the Gemara in Sanhedrin, the Gemara in Sanhedrin relates that Hananiah, Mishal, and Azariah were cast into a fire. You see, Nebuchadnezzar, the wicked Nebuchadnezzar who destroyed the first base on Mikdash, he had a big idol of himself. 
and he forced everyone to bow down. And most of the Jews, like all the other nations, bowed down before it. It wasn't really Avodah Zarah, but it wasn't proper. Hanani Mishon Azari refused to bow down, and they were thrown into a fire. They walked out of the fire. And the Gemara says that the nations of the world turned to Klal Yisrael, and they said, you have a God like this and you're bowing down to Eitzim you're bowing down to stones and to wood you have a God that performed a miracle like this why aren't you all defying the decree the edict of Nebuchadnezzar says the Gemara immediately Klal Yisrael responded a pasuk from Sefer Daniel to you Hashem is righteous and we are shame faced said Rabbi Jacobson it's exactly the opposite of the way we usually think. We think it means, to you Hashem is tzedakah, it's righteous, and us, we're just such a shame, a shanda. It's the opposite. To you Hashem is tzedakah, and therefore we're humiliated because we haven't taken advantage of the opportunity of the lifeline that's been thrown, the anchor that's been thrown to us. That's the shame. Why do we say to ourselves, well, I'm a waste. I've tried in the past and I failed, so what's the use? That's the busha. That's the busha. The busha is that you're ashamed. Why are you ashamed? You have a God like this who stretches out his hands as we say in those poignant moments of Ni'ilah. It's not that HaKadosh Baruch is willing to accept our tshuva. HaKadosh Baruch has his hand outstretched us and says, Mein Kind, come home. Come back to me. But we have to give ourselves the credit and to recognize the greatness that we have, and that our failings aren't in our essence, but they're because we haven't lived up to who we can become. We have so much greatness, we could be even greater. Rav Mendel Kaplan, the great Rosh Yeshiva. So one of my Rebbeim was a Talmud, and he related that Mendel wasn't such a great driver. And when he would talk, he would schmooze with Talidim in the car and learning, it compromises his attention even more. One time he was driving on the Gothel's Bridge, which is always an experience, very, very narrow. And he hit the guardrail. Lightly. He kept going. A police officer pulled him over. And he said to him, Rabbi, you, you had an accident. To which Rav Mendel said, No, I didn't. With his European accent, he said, Rabbi, you did. Your car hit the guardrail. He said, Ah, officer, my car had an accident. I didn't have an accident. See, we think we do averos and we become an accident. We become shame. Velo shavalonu, it's not worth it to us. That's true. But that's because we're better. These days, these great and holy days are about feeling guilt. It stings, it hurts, but it motivates us to be better. To become the people that we have potential to become. But it's not about shame. It's not about feeling I'm worthless. That's debilitating and that's the work of the Yetzirah who takes all of the avodah of these days and throws it at us and says, just go home. Just pull the blanket over your head. Wait till it's over. Wait till it passes and you just go back to your regular routine. Because you can't. We can. We can be better. We don't have to be perfect. is not per- about perfection. It's about taking a step, another step in the right direction. And who's to say that we always say, well, last year I made commitments and I failed in all of them. Is that true? Are we really the same people that we were last year? There's no way. We all grow. We grow from life. So we want to grow more. So let's give ourselves the credit. Let's appreciate who we are. And let's appreciate how far we can still become. Like Baruch Hu should help all of us that have that motivation, that have that feeling, 
to have that appreciation, the greatness that's within ourselves, much of which we have already tapped into, and much of which, of which is still to come. The greatest parts of us is yet to come. We should have a Gemar Chasimatova with all of Klal Yisrael and a year of only Aliyah and Bracha and Mesurah Stovos for all.